0: This week's message, given by Reverend Hun Choi at the Sukkosana United Methodist Church, March 19th, 2023. The message is, if I perish, I perish, based on Psalm 100 and Esther 4, 12 to 17. I want to start off by thanking God for letting me preach at Sakasona UMC today. It's such a blessing to be here with you all. And I also want to express my gratitude to Pastor Stefan, Reverend Yoon, and the congregation of Sakasona United Methodist Church for welcoming me and allowing me to share the message. And also I appreciate Pastor Yun, Reverend Yun, translating my sermon Menus. manuscript. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, in March, in March 2011, my wife and I were commissioned as missionaries to Ukraine by Korean Methodist Church by May 8th of the same year we had arrived in Ukraine where we began our missionary work. I'm so sorry. I must read my manuscript. I cannot memorize. (laughs) And throughout the following decade, we have been sustained by God's power as exemplified by the words of the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. You know, yeah. Well, I could spend days telling you about everything that's happened in the past decade, But there is one thing I can say for sure. God has been by my side every step of the way. That is true. (laughs) Even in challenging times, God has given me the strength and courage to keep moving forward and follow his guidance. I'm grateful that God has always been with me, helping me to stay humble in good times and not lose hope in bad times. Even when the work was difficult and challenging, God gave me the willingness to follow his will and the strength to do my best and be content in all circumstances. At first service, service, I said, remain eight pages. (laughs) Long, long time, you need. (laughs) It took me a while to Mm rewrite Realized that all of the ministries we had undertaken were not just the fruit of our own efforts or plans, but rather they were in accordance with God's will and the purpose, as uh, described in Proverbs six, chapter sixteen, uh, verse three. Commit to the Lord whatever whatever you do, and He will establish you plans to talk about the ukraine word that brought my wife and me here i need to start from the beginning of 2021 and to tell the promise i made to god i remember this promise came up in conversation with the pastor of the uh, sanding church 12 years ago in 2011 during the conversation, he said, Pastor, I don't know how long you will stay in Ukraine, but I hope you don't stay too briefly. I replied, Pastor, uh, that Pastor uh, is younger than me. Pastor, that's God's word. It's not mine. And I was set as, um, a I don't know, oh, I'm sorry, and I will stay for at least 10 years, if the Lord is willing, He will remain faithful and committed to the work until the end. Although it was a promise we made to him, it was also a promise we made to God. With the completion of those 10 years, we started to think about retiring in the 11th year. First, it was not easy to let go of our car, which had caused us many difficulties. But we believed that it was in line with God's plan. So we sold it in mid December 2021. <laughs> but I forgot pray for my old car when I when I bought it. Yeah, when I uh, buy it, uh, when I bought it, I prayed, prayed for my car, new car. We felt it was a necessary step toward retirement. And in the spring of 2022, the retirement ceremony would have marked the end of everything we've done as a missionary. However, as everyone is well aware, two months after the start of the new year, on February 24th, 2022, the world broke out. My dream was broken. <laughs> there had been rumors of, of, uh, of world circulating a few months prior to the outbreak, but I didn't give much thought to what I would do if it actually broke out. I was rather thinking to myself, surely a world won't break out, right? However, in January 2022, with the massive deployment of Russian troops in Belarus, many foreigners living in Ukraine and Ukrainians themselves started leaving the country. As they believed that a war was inevitable. By mid February, all efforts in Kiwu were shut down. In the early hours of February 24th, the sound of artillery grew louder and the missiles started falling nearby with a deafening roar. Outside the window, hundreds of Russian tanks could be seen moving and shaking the the ground. In the distance, machine guns could be heard firing sporadically. At the moment, it finally dawned on me that the war had begun, and I was left. Feeling confused and puzzled. Before the war began, the embassies of the United States and several Western countries had already evacuated from Ukraine. As they were leaving, the US embassy sent evacuating warning messages to all American citizens residing in Ukraine, including us. Fortunately, there was no warning of any legal action and the sanction if we chose not to evacuate. In other words, it was possible for American citizens living in Ukraine to make their own free decisions whether to leave or stay. As I pondered and worried, Wondering what to do. I prayed to God over and over again. But suddenly, my heart felt calm and I felt like God was saying, Where are you gonna go if you bail? If you, you bail?" Remember, I brought you here. If you leave, what's gonna happen to the people I put in your care? I felt something stir in my heart as I heard these words resounding in my heart. You know the difference between good and evil, don't you? Will you just sit by and watch? this war caused by the forces of evil. Even if you are small and weak, won't there be things you can contribute to the side of good? Shouldn't the forces of good unite to defeat evil? As I was hearing these messages in my heart, I couldn't help but hate Putin, who acted like an evil duck and villain. Though I am a missionary, though I am a missionary, I personally felt an intense desire to go and fight alongside the Ukraine. I felt to kill Putin Putin God's message to me didn't stop there it was as it, we, he contri- uh, continued saying do you believe in the ultimate victory of righteousness if you do then believe that This world will ultimately result in the triumph of righteousness. I am the Lord, the ruler of all, and I will ultimately prevail in this world. Stay here and witness my victory firsthand and testify to the world about the things you have experienced so, we obeyed God's words and stayed in the midst of the, of the turmoil of the world. And now, we are here to bear witness to what we've seen with our own eyes, just as God instructed us to do. I sometimes joked about why we decided to stay in, uh, in Kiyu, saying, We've had enough of life, our daughters is married, we have no one left, and we are old and awake, so we might as well just stay here and die. It's not entirely untrue, but as missionaries, we know that there's more to the, uh, to the story. As missionaries, we are the people who always come and go. We stay for a while and then leave, and enduring both abundance and the scarcity, both good times and bad. We do everything in service of God's will. That's why we can honestly say, that we chose to stay in Ukraine. Even when the war started, because we believed it was what God wanted us to do. Our decision to obey God's will was a challenging but powerful one inspired by the words we read in the book of Esther today. When Esther said, If I perish, I perish. She meant that she was willing to do the right thing as a Jew, even if it put her life in danger. My wife and I felt the same way when we accepted God's coming to do good and reject evil even if it meant risking our own lives. This decision was not taken lightly. As Mordecai, the cousin of Esther, expressed in the story, we didn't make this decision for ourselves alone, but because we trusted that God's ultimate victory incredible incredible plan would be revealed when we put God's purpose before our own life. Moreover, Esther's decision to risk her life was possible because she had faith that her fellow Jews would fast and pray for her for three days and nights as she had Similarly, my wife and I were able to stay on the battlefield because we had faith that our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, like you, would also pray for us. When we made the decision to stay in Ukraine, I said two things to my wife. First, I've already been in the military in Korea and, uh, and have experienced shooting rapes and getting used to the sound of large Shells exploding, but this will likely be the first time you hear such a loud noise since you were born. Don't be too surprised by the sound. My wife, okay, answered, okay. I also said to her, Second, even though people predict that this war will end in a short time with the Russian victory, and Russian troops come to our uh, if Russian troops come to our house and point a gun at us, let's not ask them to spare our lives. My wife answered. Okay. <laughs> in the meantime, we each wrote a will and sent it to our daughter in Texas. And we informed the U.S. government that we have decided to stay in Ukraine, a dangerous were zone, on our own accord. So... The U.S. government is not responsible for our safety. In the history of the world, which I believe is under the control of God, there has always been a remnant which literally means those who are left over. The book of Mike. Old Testament Micah, Micah, Micah records that this remnant refers to God's people who are called and saved by God. We have made the decision to stay on the battlefield at God's people and obey his word. And I believe we have become the remnant and the history of God's work. You are my friends, yeah. Friends, yeah, in Korean, our loving God as the one who defeats evil and triumphs over injustice. As everyone recognizes God is the Lord of all things, And he is the one who makes everything in the world happen according to his will. Do you all believe in this? Do you believe in this? That is fact. I want to introduce two things that God has done through us while we were staying in the world, John. One of them is what happened when we went to deliver relief supplies to Bakhmut. Nowadays, in the report, the TV report, is many times you heard, you have heard the name of Bakhmut. Last August, in the midst of the fierce battle, We went to an uh, apartment complex where residents had gathered in a long line to receive the supplies. However, at the time, the Russian army began a rocket attack, causing our group to panic and scramble. We had to take shelter in the apartment's bomb shelter. I heard the craze. I heard the the sound. Uh, yeah, maybe you have heard the uh, rocket sounding in the TV or movie. Phew Quang! Quang, <laughs> the biggest, the, the biggest uh, round sound, round sound. And it looked like rockets were dropping just about 100 meters away from where I was standing. At the moment, I couldn't believe my eyes. Even with all the chaos, nobody in the line waiting for supplies moved away. It was wild being in a place where bombs were falling left and right and yes, something more valuable than life itself was at stake. Food and daily necessities. I felt sorry and heartbroken to see people struggling like that. I will probably never forget the moment. Last October we had our second gathering to console and encouraging students who had learned Korean at the education center in Kiwu, where my wife used to teach before the world broke out. We decided to give them even more generous gifts than we, we did in May. We prepared galaxy tablet pieces, like iPad Then we asked the students to write a short diary style essay with the title My Diary in Spring 2022 by right by handwriting They wrote it in Korean I was in tears as I read, as I read the uh, heartfelt writings of uh, 27 Ukrainian students. Their words were so touching and powerful that we decided to turn them into a book. I'm sorry. One student even wrote that they wanted to share the tragic event with the grandkids someday. But it wasn't easy to put it all together. Finding an editor and a printer in the middle of the world such a tough task. And to make it worse. In Russian missile and drone, The tax kept knocking out the power, making it a real struggle to get the book printed. Nevertheless, all of our efforts paid up, and on December 23rd, a beautiful hardcover book was finally published. Uh, Reverend Yoon, your pastor, maybe uh, introduced the book. with one side in Korean and the the other in Ukrainian. These are some of the things God has done through us, and I believe they couldn't be accomplished by human friends alone. It was evident to me that God had stepped in and accomplished it for us. This morning, I shared with you about the reason why I was able to stay in Ukraine during the war, during this war. It was because I had believed in God's ultimate victory and because God asked me to comfort the suffering of Ukrainian people and to witness the work of God among them. Finally, I want to confess one thing and conclude my message. Yeah, remain just one page. Yeah, almost fine, fine, almost end. <laughs> As Christians, we are all called to fully and completely obey God's will, God's word. It's right. I too have been hoping and thinking about how I can obey God's word completely. And my hope was fulfilled through this war in Ukraine. Personally, this word was an opportunity that God gave to me and my wife. So, we could obey His word even with the willingness to die if necessary. I'm grateful to God for, following, uh, for allowing us to obey and follow His will. If we obey God's will until we die. God is the one who will save us. God gives us hope and fulfill that hope within his will. I pray in the name of the Lord that you all live by obeying God's will until you leave this world. May each of you have hope within God's will, receiving his abundant blessing and fulfilling that hope. Amen. May may I pray for you uh, in Korean? Okay, let's play. 미국의 교회들이 부흥하게 하옵소서 미국의 교회는 이 나라를 부강하게 만드는데 큰 역할을 한 그런 기관들입니다 이 교회들을 더욱 부흥하게 지켜주시옵소서 그리고 함께 예배드린 사랑하는 성도들에게 하나님의 축복이 있게 하시고 저들이 하나님 말씀에 온전히 복종하려 할때 순종하려 할때 저들의 목숨이 살아날 수 있음을 알게 하시고 하나님께 온전히 온전히 순종함으로 더 넘치는 축복을 받게 하옵소서. 예수 그리스도나 교회를 축복하옵소서. 예수님의 이름으로 기도드리옵나이다. 아멘.